<laughs> but, but, but this is all for laughs, right? We're a comedy pod. Yeah, we're a comedy podcast yeah. now. Shout out oh, to Nate. <laughs> he broke it. <laughs> hella, hella jokes, dog. Yikes. Coming with the funnies. Yikes. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the cave. I'm here. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. With the caveman. Hey, hey, hey. I got Naro. I got Proper. I got Francis. I got ASM. I got Zach Field Burn. And we also have Kyle, aka the chef. Yeah, yeah. Closing out the season, season finale. We're opening up the season. I don't know what it is. But you know, every 10 episodes, we like to have the homies on, toss some shit, recap. And so, talk that talk, man. This is what it is. Before we begin, make sure you check out our sponsors at safelightcandle.com. If you need lighting for your home, workspace, or studio, get at safelightcandle.com. Also, Sign up for our Patreon on our website at cave.com. That's k4v3.com. Join the community, get exclusive content, and early access to the Cave Mart. That's what we're calling the store now, Cave Mart. <laughs> and Super Cave Mart. You know, we're cooking for 2024, y'all. So, hell yeah. Check this out. So, what's up, guys? How you Boom. doing? What's up? Christmas Happy- this weekend. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah, it's, it's a nice Happy change. holidays. So how did what's the origins of Santa Claus? How did that all come about? You guys want to start there or just right into it? Shit, I'm down. Fuck it. It's like taking a shot. Just give it to me. It doesn't like um, immediately speaking. They have their own <laughs> version of Santa anyway. Hey, let's let's ease in. Let's ease in. You know, I don't want to just Man. jump in. Oh, a little Rabble. foreplay. Jeff, Jeff Hardy style. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but Jermaine, Jermaine's tired oh. as fuck because he is exerting his energy to this egregore called Christmas. Uh, this pagan <laughs> holiday. You guys, done, you guys done with your uh, Christmas shopping? How's that going for y'all? No. <laughs> No, absolutely not. I'm gonna try to get it done tomorrow and Sunday. I think is what we're shooting for, which is not ideal for me. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Let's see. I, I traditionally do it on the 23rd all the time. Hell yeah, Francis! <laughs> I love that. Work, working out for me. Yeah. Why do you do it that way? Do you do it because you like the busyness of last minute shopping, or because I like doing it that way too? Yeah, just like I've, I'm like under pressure, so I just like make quick decisions versus like if I go like two weeks before Christmas, I'm like, well, does my little niece like this? I don't know, man. But like if it's 23rd, I'm like, fuck it, just buy it and then put a gift receipt in the box too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I started doing this, uh, I started doing throughout the year. Well, we actually started like four, three, four months ago when we started collecting because we knew it was coming up. So like if we mm-hmm. like saw something that someone would like, we just snag it up real quick. But mm-hmm. We got like super stressed, so we we're like, you know what? Starting next year, like seriously, starting the twenty sixth. If I see something, I'm starting. I'm just gonna snag it up. And then they already have it by the end of the year. I'll just go sell it somewhere. Yeah, Smart. yeah. That's the ideal Smart. way. At least I try to aim for. But it's fun, and I always fall back on just doing last minute Christmas shopping. And I do validate it and kind of justify it with. You get what you get, you know. God chose this gift for you. This was destined to be your gift because it was totally <laughs> like on the shelf, you know. So here you go. Merry Christmas. 
All of a sudden, there's a God. Yeah. I will say, though, there is a God. There is a God. Um, the longer you wait, though, that does play into effect of, like, you get to ask what other people got the person you're gifting for, too. So you can, like, kind of not have to, you know, double gift and then worry about the awkwardness of having the same gift for somebody. That's Especially true. when it's great with kids, too, because we're, we're finding that out right now when we're, like, going through our lists of, like, oh, we can ask grandma and grandpa what they got, our kids, and then, you know, it's just one less thing to go out and look for. Right. It's right. a whole thing. It's definitely a whole thing. Gotta yeah, make you, sure you don't you don't double uh, double gift. That's what or, gift receipts also come in handy for. Just yeah, mm-hmm. bro, like, I don't care. Like if I if you get a second gift, go do what you want with it. Here's a receipt. Mm. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> you can go break that one. He's got another one in the in, in the closet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I don't know see, seeing kids and. And, and seeing how they react to the toys, you know, I feel like you don't want to get something for them. And then a few days before Christmas, they're like, oh, I don't even want this anymore. And it's like, what the fuck? I already got it. I've noticed like, I don't know, lately I've been trying because. We have like a, we have like a, not a, I guess not a big family, but my side of the family, my fiance's side of the family. And mm-hmm. is that me? That's me. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was I don't know to talk it. Oh. Making some pop. But, uh, <laughs> fucking easy bake oven going off, dog. <laughs> <laughs> my cupcakes are ready. Like that does sound like an easy bake oven. But no, um, like, dude, man. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, man, I the, the amount of stuff that my kids have, dude, is insane. And I think that's a positive thing. I think that's like the goal, right? You want to, you want your kids to have a better life than you did. Mm-hmm. And man, but I'm thinking, like, dude, the amount of stuff that they got, dude, compared to what I had, was just incredible. And I think, I don't know, I don't know what I think about that. I think there's like positive positives and negatives to that, as far as the fact that like. I'm 33, so I was like a 90s baby, so I spent a lot of time outside riding bicycles, fucking mm-hmm. walking, making forts, digging holes. Mm-hmm. And if I had like an iPad in front of my face all day, like a lot of a lot of kids do nowadays, a lot of kids do, they don't go outside and explore. Do they have it better? I mean, that's kind of questionable, right? Because right. like I would not trade my childhood for nothing. But it's really interesting to see how it's it's all generational, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is it just me or toy is fucking stupid now? You go They're to the toy aisle and it's dumb. It's like, man, how come going to Toys R Us back then was so cool? There was all these amazing toys, and now you go to the toy aisle and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like there's a lack of creativity now in toys. It's all just you're you're main slate you got the action figures you got your superheroes and then you know little legos legos are cool but i felt like there was way more toys back then and now it's just i don't know i maybe it's just me but like i said i looking around for toys and i feel like because like you said everyone's just all these kids are on their ipads now they're not really into playing with toys anymore no i don't think um that having like Toys R Us go bankrupt helped at all either too. Like, I think you know the the sale decline in those kind of toys and like the brick and mortar stores has attributed to like the lack of 
like desire to create toys from a manufacturer's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and now with everything being digital, like you just create new apps and stuff for the kids instead of creating like, I don't know, old school ass, like those like vacuums that you could push and it pops, you know, like those used to entertain kids. I think they still kind of do, but it's like those kind of physical toys are like, they stops at like toddler age. And then now it's, you know, more of like the action figures, but even then it's just rehashed, you know, just different versions of different like superheroes and stuff. Exactly. It's interesting because it's more like you get out, you get pulled out from imagining with toys and you just like chef said, you see it on the iPad or Jermaine said you see it on an iPad. I mean, it is cooler to see your toy as an avatar playing in a video game, like Fortnite, you know what I mean? Compared to just like fucking having a battle in your headboard of your bed, which is usually where the epic battles happen. You know what I mean? Epic battles. But yo, you, you, like, like I was going to say, is this is going to kind of be a sneak peek to what we're going to talk about. I feel like there's a lot of power in the spiritual realm with kids because of their pureness of source back into the imagination realm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And nowadays when they're easily, you know, accessing the iPad and being ingrained with different visions instead of imagining different visions, it kind of takes them away from that source energy and kind of makes them easier to, to, um, to manipulate. <laughs> yeah. yeah hold them <laughs> but this is something that I thought about too, is that, if we're moving more into this digital world, right? And the way that I think about this is like, have if anyone have, has ever had like uh, an older relative ask you for help on how to do something on the phone or how to do something oh, on the yeah. computer, right? So if we're moving into in this more like uh, uh, technological age era, mm-hmm. it's almost beneficial for our kids to learn how to operate these type of devices because the more right. job there's going to be a lot of jobs opening up so you're almost you know shooting them in the foot by letting them you know be mm-hmm. on there and i guess that a lot of it has to do with the content right and what, what they're playing what they're watching what they're doing i, I think it, it's not as harmful if you know as i don't think it's as harmful if they're like doing positive stuff and maybe watching a little bit of YouTube, like stuff that, you know, the, the parents agreed to let them watch, but in the same breath, it's like, that's also kind of helping them out for their future because Mm -hmm. low, low fucking key, dude, I've had my daughter help me out on my phone. Uh, I switched from an iPhone to an Android uh, and I'm struggling. Congratulations. I am struggling. <laughs> and you made the right choice, brother. Yeah. You I, made the right choice. I, I did Are you sponsors on the fuck? To be honest, I did not do it by choice. No free I did not do it by choice. But um, yeah, dude, my, my daughter, eight years old, is helping me figure things out on my phone that I literally just can't figure out. So I don't know. I think there's a plus and minus as far as like the iPads and the the technological toys go i agree well evolution is kind of dependent on certain variables right and the hippie spiritual person will be like oh you're more grounded if you're you know not exposed to those frequency wi-fi and all that which there is there are science 
science scientific studies that back that up but it depends how you look at it like like zach said everything's a psyop so it, i like to say it's all bs it's all belief system so whatever program you download that's what you're going to project you know what i mean as far as what your worldview is but video games were lit when we were kids i mean i remember that being a punishment for me like no more playstation for you it's like mm-hmm. and that used to get me dog i used to have my heart broken like why mom that's <laughs> my only source of joy you know what i mean so i, I mean, need to I'm, save give me 10 more minutes i have to go to a safe location <laughs> seriously that's just funny I think the game changed when the game boy came out though right it was like all right i'm grounded <laughs> low key under your pillow <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! A question for all the fathers out there: mm-hmm. How do you, how do y'all do the the how do y'all trick your kids for the whole Santa Claus thing? Because I was bamboozled until like I straight up that ass <laughs> thought Santa was real until like twelve years old. And then my mom was so like, yesterday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! If you think I looked that young, yeah, then it was yesterday. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So that's my question. We try. We tried, but. Thanks to the iPad and YouTube, they already found out. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. They yeah. they listening to the K podcast, baby. <laughs> they, they, they watch some videos and they're like, "Hey, Dad, we already know Santa's fake." I was like, "No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> the Easter Bunny's fake." <laughs> That's just some made up shit. The Easter Bunny said to, to trick kids and stop believing. No, my wife did a um, she had a clever thing where she told our oldest that if he doesn't believe, then he's just not going to get presents from Santa. And oh. so it's kind of been like he's like eh, like i can tell like that he's kind of there where he doesn't really believe but he's just kind of doing it and now with our youngest um he's playing into it for her which is cool so um so whether or not he believes or not i don't necessarily know but he's doing a good job of like playing along at least my daughter's like Dude, my daughter right now fully into it. If we say yeah. like we're gonna call Santa, she's like instantly like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." She stops crying and like behaves and is oh. is uh, com- compliant. <laughs> so, the kids play along. The kids play along. Yeah. So they they like the idea. I'm like, all right, whatever. But I mean, what I'm noticing too, as you get older, Christmas is more stressful when you're older, man. Or it's just because you got to deal with people, like all this family coming. Like I got a lot of family coming over. And that's not an issue but it's just like fuck that's a lot of people man now there's more people i gotta get gifts for and when you're a kid you don't give a shit you're just sitting there waiting for christmas so you can open your gifts and now yeah. as an adult you're like fuck what am i gonna get this person what am i gonna get that person <laughs> mm-hmm. so the joy of it is kind of not there as when we were kids but the, there is joy in like getting someone a gift that they really like. I, I you know, I enjoy seeing that, especially the kids, like just seeing mm-hmm. them light up about it, just saying, fuck yeah, you know, I stressed out about that toy. You better be fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know why it's a drag? Why? Because it's fake and we're trying to keep it alive. <laughs> uh, comedy podcast. Oh, aha, aha! My soul lost another layer. Oh, dude, I, I crushed some little girl's dream when I was in kindergarten. I don't know how I found out, but I found out early. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I was like four or five when I found out, and um, I remember we were standing in line. And I crushed this the this girl who was in my class. 
I was like, yeah, but he's not real though. And she, I remember she was, yeah, yeah, she is. I was like, no, she's not. He's like, what are you talking about? And my teacher dragged me aside. She she goes, why would you tell her that? This, this, and that. And then they called my parents. Yeah, I was a whole. Damn. Damn. Naro the dream killer. <laughs> yeah, Warrior. right. In, in elementary school, there was this kid, right? And we were doing, uh, like, we were making Christmas, like, little Christmas trees with cotton balls and shit. And this kid said to this one girl, like, hey, you know, Santa's fake, right? And then she's like, no, it's not. I remember, like, the principal got involved. He got detention. He had to write on the board that he will not say Santa's fake. I, was, I remember sitting there. I was like, it's kind of odd. Like, and as a believer of Santa at the time, I was like, do you think Santa would like that shit? Like, that he's being treated like this? You know? <laughs> you know but but I also realized, like, wow, this is really fucking serious. You call Santa fake, you're going to get in trouble. So as a kid, I was like, no, Santa's real. <laughs> How dare you, Santa, die for our sins. The Santa police is coming. We'll get it with the same dog. Santa <laughs> cops is coming. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I think I believed it up until like I was seven. But my mom would straight up like build the lie, you know? She'd be like, oh, last night Santa came. You were, she mm-hmm. fell asleep. I started, God, I'd be trying to stay up all night in the living room, looking out the window, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man, it's only eleven thirty, bro. Tomorrow's not even Christmas no more. <laughs> uh, so, why do we lie to our kids, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, I asked mm. Chef before the podcast, like, what if it came out that these traditional uh, holidays are rooted in satanic rituals? What would it take for you to be like, hey, we're not, we're not doing that anymore? Well, I know Christmas we did that for eighteen years, yeah. but because I, what I found out. We're not doing it anymore. You know, what would it take? So, I mean, well, most of them are, but a lot of people will ignore it. They're all pagan holidays for the most part. Yeah. They, the, the, the tradition of the Christmas tree is not actually a Christmas tree with something else. Mm, like witchcraft. They would like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's all rooted in some type of satanic or uh, non Christian religion of Abraham belief. Yeah. Um, so I mean, also, so Halloween is, uh, Christmas mm. is, um, um, Easter has a little bit of here and there, um, just because of the not valid proof of what happened um, in that time, because there there wasn't like a set date or whatever, or something weird like that. Um, I'm Oculus. Obviously, my <laughs> um, <laughs> bad. I'm getting sick. They're all pagan holidays. Um, mm-hmm. So when I started doing as a Christian, right, I I still give gifts, but I just give them as uh, I'm going to give gifts. But I don't do like the Christmas. Um, I try to stay away from the Christmasy thing and try to stay a little bit more towards the religion side of the house. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they all are, but but it, it's just it's been so ignored that people don't care. They're all numb to it at this point. Well, right. no, because they cleaned up the Christmas. Christmas was actually, oh, yeah. you know, we'll get into it like a dark history. Like on the trees, they would put shit like for their like it was like witches, right? Mm-hmm. And for they would put stuff to decorate their tree that that represented witchcraft. And then you know, someone came along and said, "Hey, 
I like that idea, but let's clean it up. And mm-hmm. that's what became what we know Christmas now. You can't fucking go anywhere now without someone being so happy that Mariah Carey is back to sing a fucking song. And um, you can't wait to go to yeah you can't wait to go to you know listen to all the christmas music when you go to the mall but then when you think about it the origination of it was witchcraft and that's kind of been drowned out in history because like i said they cleaned it up they took the tree they liked the idea and now we we're kind of doing the same thing they were doing but it's just prettier we put nice shiny ornaments on our trees we put presents under the tree and that's supposedly like a good wholehearted wholesome family time but back in the day it was pretty dark and evil and then, and then, right? That's sol- a proper. That's solid, right there. Yep. Uh, but then you make an offering, right? Exactly. You make mm-hmm. an offering. You either put out carrots for the reindeer, you put out cookies or whatever it is that that your family does, mm-hmm. and it turns into a ritual. Mm-hmm. Elf mm-hmm. on a shelf, right? Elf on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Like I do not. I do. I do. We do not do over over here. Not for. I don't yeah. judge anyone that does. But I mean, it's it's a ritual. I mean, just the whole thing, um, umbrellaed out. It's all a ritual. You gather with your family. Sometimes you gather in a circle to open up presents. Right. Um, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing like the white rat or no white white rabbit. Ella. White Rabbit sounds cooler. Let's get in a pentagram and open presents. I like White Rabbit better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chef Froze. Speaking of the elf on a shelf, you know that the theory that the elf on a shelf is supposed to teach our kids how to live in a police state? Jeez. Did not know that. Or or they're like little demons, Santa's little helpers. Or or in Jerezy's household. In Jerezy's household, they're homunculuses. Where they took the potato and they were shredding the elf was shredding the potato. They put googly eyes on one of the potatoes. They took another potato and they were shredding it. And at the bottom of the shred, there was fries. And I'm like, dude, that is the most evil like little elf ever, bro. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because I went to my sister's pad and she had some like moving around. And I was like, Christmas is, I was like, you know, I was like, Christmas isn't even real. She has fucking like an eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. <laughs> and I'm like, I was trying to play around with the elves. And she's like, don't move it. And the, and the kids were like, yeah, they're real. I was like, why are you teaching them like that? Their <laughs> toys move when fucking they're not looking on some Toy Story shit. You know what I mean? That's kind of. Some Chucky shit. Yeah, exactly. That's some fucking Chucky shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Small soldiers. <laughs> Yeah, Jerezy's that uh, crazy uncle that comes over to holiday like this shit's fake. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Okay. Like, hey, let me get those cookies. <laughs> Since we touched on Christmas trees, yeah, Jermaine, you're right. Uh, I when I did research on Christmas, I think one of the original Christmas trees was the uh, Leyland cypress tree, and you know it's crazy how everything links back to witchcraft. And witchcraft was really respected and acknowledged. It wasn't until you know Christianity took over to where it was almost like blacklisted. You know, it was satanic to go into witchcraft, even though there is some christian practice that are kind of rooted in witchcraft like 
uh, communion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the yeah. Leyland Cypress. I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you talk, but let me just finish Leyland Cypress. The Leyland Cypress tree was known to attract demons and what they would do is St. Nicholas, we'll get into St. Nicholas, he was apparently an exorcist. And so they would call St. Nicholas over and he would run over and he would like chop down Leland trees and he would burn them. And that's how you got rid of the demons. And it's crazy that we're bringing these trees or symbols of these trees into our homes for Christmas. You know what I mean? But yeah, Nara, what were you saying? I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> no witchcraft. Witch, I, I think I said witchcraft and Christian practice being. Oh, uh, I mean, well, if you think about it, everything's everything is a is, is a ritual when it comes to religion. So it doesn't matter what what religion you you believe in or mm-hmm. whatever. Even Christianity, it's all all the um, Christian practices that you would do communion. Um, uh, you know, with the altar praising Jesus, praising God. You know, it's all a ritual. It just. Mm-hmm. It, it's just who's right and how it works. So, I mean, right. at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You can call it something a ritual and it still be right if you believe it that way. I like that better. I think witchcraft kind of has a, a certain tone to it when it's presented as witchcraft compared to ritual. You know what I mean? I think ritual is less biased than witchcraft is. Almost in that middle gray gray jedi space if you guys believe in the gray jedi you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i'm the crazy uncle that goes in there and is like this is fucking fake y'all like i'm just doing it to save y'all souls you know what i mean you guys are more powerful than this you guys can create in your own dimensions and shit and it's funny because the grinch is actually the good guy if you think about it he's the guy that's trying to tell everybody like yo christmas is a fucking psyop but he's He's getting that Donald Trump treatment, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Dude, the Grinch was real. Like when you get older, you realize that the Grinch was the right person in the whole the whole movie and and the, the song movie. put him under a spell, huh? Bro, they were they were witchcraft. They're starting to pop up now, but those videos of people dressing up as the Grinch and just coming in and ripping out trees <laughs> oh and traumatizing dog. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. This one's fucking shut up, Jim Carrey. They're so traumatized over this. <laughs> It is on my bucket list. Oh! <laughs> it is on my bucket list to to play this character at least once for my family. <laughs> That's a must. Hey, if, nice. if y'all need a grin, just throw Grinch. I love the I think the Grinch is so much fun. The Grinch is the best. Dude. There's a... There's a rolling around right now that says uh it says give me a hundred dollars if you want if your kids are acting up i'll put a grinch costume on and chuck a tree out the window <laughs> bro look at this you know there's a phone it. number there's a grinch phone number you can call <laughs> and it pretty much put your kids in check that's, that's crazy, crazy. Dude, they're trying kids it's terrible but yeah, I want to real quick. You know, sorry, like, real quick. Going. I'm sorry. You just going back to Joe Rizzi, what you said about like Christmas and 
and why we keep doing this and and what have you like i think this is just my belief there's i don't really have a lot of research that that will back this up just just an opinion here but christmas started right pagan holiday witchcraft a lot of people were like this is terrible as proper said they started making the gifts look nicer instead of like voodoo dolls and shit hanging and like weird twigs and stuff being placed on the tree everything's wrapped in nice shiny paper you got the bow uh, i think at some point and i it wouldn't it i wouldn't doubt it if it was like a rockefeller idea mm. but they're like everyone is doing this we don't agree with it but how can we capitalize on this mm-hmm. and i also think that ties into like black friday um all these big corporations, they can buy, you know, the Walmarts. The, and I know they these a lot of these stores obviously didn't exist like in the earlier days. But the rich merchants that were selling, they, they realized like, dude, we can make some serious money. This is like the, the time to buy. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a connection there. And I was talking about this with one of my boys the other day. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I would hate Christmas as much. If we celebrated it in like March after I get my tax money back. Oh shit. <laughs> because that'd get be, an IOU. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about the money at that point, you know. Like I got mm-hmm. a decent amount. Like, dude, let's have Christmas on in March. So there might be a, a way to do that mm-hmm. where you try not to celebrate Christmas on the 25th and you make it something different and you celebrate it, you know, what three months later. When that's, where Naro, that's where Naro's point. Do we write a letter to Santa? Is that how that works? Or uh, we Santa's faking gay. Yes. <laughs> hey. Comedy. Yo, that that on a Christmas sweater. Write that down, brother. Write that down. Gay isn't happy like back in the sixties. And jolly, yeah, absolutely. You know what they meant by jolly. Hey, hey, synonyms, brother. What if I told you guys that Christmas, obviously a, a ritual for capitalism, is linked to BlackRock? Would you guys think I'm crazy? Or was that not possible? I'll elaborate later. I'm just I just want to sprinkle some some no, Christmas Black dust Rock. Over Christmas magic on us. All right, at I this point, I'll, corporations I'll, I'll own every fucking holiday, really. Hold up. <laughs> BlackRock is actually an island. In the North Pole, that's obvious. That apparently is thirty-three miles wide, and it was discovered by the Freemasons. And where's where's Santa from, y'all? North Pole. The North from Israel. Black Rock. Yeah, Black Rock. Middle Eastern. Crazy. I actually looked up that island for this research, but I'm I'm glad we're just kind of sprinkling it instead of just going down a deep dive. Cause we're a comedy podcast, anyways. These, these are all. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Jokes, crazy. baby. Crazy. My question is if, if these rituals are satanic, but we make our own meaning to it, obviously, there's some good moments that come out of Christmas, you know? Oh, for sure. Seeing, seeing a person who wasn't expecting a gift that they've been asking for get it from you because you, you know, heard them and took a mental note of it like that's still some positive that came out of christian but does that that's still playing into their 
it's their ritual. You know what I mean? It's almost like their programs. You just kind of play their game. You know what I mean? You might meet some cool people in the game, make some friendships in the game, but it's still like 007 or it's still Star Fox. You know what I mean? You're still putting your tokens into the arcade game. Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love Galaga. Yeah. Metal Slug. <laughs> Metal Slug. Golden yeah. Team. Go to my parents' basement. My stepdad's got like four or five old games in there. A bunch oh, of man. balls. He bought the Pac-Man and uh, Space Invaders bundle game. But yeah, no, but Jersey Vector, you're saying that's pretty much it. Just, just because you change it doesn't mean anything. They're still getting what they get out of it. Same thing yeah. with Halloween, right? They were, talking, they were talking about that. That got really big this year with Halloween. Same concept. Just because mm-hmm. you changed the costumes and the way it's, you know, maneuvered around doesn't mean it hasn't, it doesn't still affect it and still involved with it. I mean, do intentions factor into that equation? Like, like if you have good intentions and you mean well, like the road to hell. I would think I mean, my just me speaking out, I would think, yeah, I think that if, if your intentions are well, but I feel like there's some, some things that you have to like leave out. Like, I think at the end of the day, it's a big fucking Taylor Swift concert, and it's just harnessing fucking energy, man. <laughs> so you're there, like you're just harnessing it. Lord knows what they're gonna do with it, but I think they might get a little less energy, a little less energy with a little bit more positive mic drop. Literally, mic drop. Uh, <laughs> a little bit more positive. Um, again, good intentions into it. Like I'm, I'm doing this to. But see, I don't know. That gets fuzzy too, man. That gets fuzzy too, because why do you got to be buying your kids stuff on one particular day? And all I'm going to say is March should be the new Christmas. I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, if we're, we're talking about this is all about Jesus' birth. Somehow Jesus got incorporated into Christmas. So we'll go into that, into a deep dive too, because he was born that day. But just to help your case out, Kyle, he was risen again in March, right? Or is it April? April. April. Uh, yeah, April. I, think it, I think it was April, which is funny. I mean, that's a so whole petition. Thing there. I'm not, that's <laughs> when taxes are due. Yeah, it's a new birthday, bro. We're se- celebrating no. the second coming. <laughs> taxes are due April 15th, baby. Christianity's all about rebirth anyway, so. <laughs> petition. Dude, Christmas okay. for April. Christmas for April, yeah. April's Easter, though. We yeah. could have Easter in December. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> eggnog, right? <laughs> and screwball whiskey. Screwball. Sounds delicious. It's bomb. No, I'm serious. It's bomb, dude. I'm not a big whiskey, whiskey, uh, like flavored whiskey drinker. But mm-hmm. if you've, if anyone's ever had the screwball, if yeah. if you're over the age of 21, right? Like it's fucking the bomb, dude. The peanut butter whiskey is nice. Oh, yeah, that's good. Before we deep dive into Christmas, because we could obviously do a whole fucking episode on Christmas, about Christmas. What about the Tooth Fairy? When did you guys stop believing in Tooth Fairy? When I saw my dad putting the money under my pillow. (laughs) Did you wake up and see him, bro? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Dad, what are you doing? He was like, go to sleep. I was like, enough. What up? (laughs) Dad, why are you wearing that tutu and have a wand, bro? (laughs) What's going on? What are you and mom doing? (laughs) Oh, it's day night. 
Go to sleep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Tiptoeing out the door. I believe more than a tooth fairy than Santa. Like, <laughs> my parents were more sneakier with uh, with uh, putting money under my pillow than than hiding gifts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, tooth fairy. There's a guy wearing a Santa shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I believe in a tooth fairy Santa shirt. Going down the chimney makes a lot of noise, man. So it's a lot easier for the tooth fairy to sneak through it's and just, just like know, fly right through. Yeah. Cash Drop a silver dollar underneath your pillow. <laughs> I mean, I did always think it was weird that somebody like wanted my teeth after it was out of my mouth. Like I always thought that was kind of sketch. Is there an explanation to that at all? Like, can we can? I'm sure Jerezy's got it's something for that. <laughs> Your teeth is an offering to the devil. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if it's, it's because it's because probably back in the day they used to put like gold and shit around them, and so instead of losing them, but then or like you, someone tried to get them for money. I did post Pens. in the group chat. Remember, there is something behind the wisdom teeth tooth. So, and your wisdom teeth. It's called wisdom wisdom teeth for a reason. Yeah. Why do we we extract our wisdom teeth? Because they're impacting the rest of my other teeth from growing in the right way. Are they, though? They fucked up my bottom row because I was... That's what the x-ray showed, bro, man. Those things were sideways, dog. And my (laughs) shit was hurting, so they had to take it out. I I mean, something was going on, bro. I still have the top ones, my bottom ones. Yeah, only my top ones are good. They just took out the bottoms because it was so bad. Like, I remember it it was hurting. I got pulled out in boot camp, and so they put, you on, they put you on light duty for like two weeks. Or yeah. Like, but they didn't sew my shit back up. They just, I was like, going to say, they left the holes on. Solid. So I was eating like pudding and rice, but rice would get stuck in the fucking holes oh, and shit. Yeah. You got to get that out. Oh, wow. Mm. Hated it. Yeah, yeah, that's There's the worst. No thing. When, you get, the when you get any medical procedure in the military, it's always worse than if you were a civilian because they just like do the minimal to like just do it, and then it's like, all right, soldier, carry on. <laughs> Light duty for two weeks, you'll be fine. <laughs> Here's some Motrin. What branches? What branches were y'all in? Air Force. I'm a Marine. Navy. Marine. Oh fuck yeah! Very nice. Yeah, I, dude. If, I don't know. This is. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how they, we're the Navy, right? So we do things a little different, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, just a little. In the Navy. Just, just a little. <laughs> but the penicillin shot, we called it the peanut butter shot. Oh, yeah. That was a ritual, dude. Because, dude, we are literally <laughs> all sitting around a table. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their drawers dropped. Their skivvies, right? I'm, I'll never forget. I forgot. I forget a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I will never forget the dude across from me. We're looking eye to eye, dude. And this dude's about, and I see the needle come out. And this thing's like fucking, it's fucking huge. Long. It's massive. And it, it's the gauge is huge too. And I, I will never in my life forget this dude's face ever. It's burnt. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't got my shot yet. And I'm like, fuck, 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 dude. Fuck. So I, I, I always have had like muscle, right? So I I've always had a, a muscular butt. I was you had it worse. Nice. I was terrified. Let's that see it. Sometimes. <laughs> so for you guys don't know that it has to go in the ass cheek, right? So yep. 
it feels when they call it a peanut butter shop because it feels like the viscosity of peanut butter. You can feel that shit. So when they when they were doing it, my biggest fear was that I was gonna clutch up and break the fucking needle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Naro, what a strong ass you have. Legendary ass, Naro. <laughs> legit ass, Naro. Oh, no. Yeah, legit ass, Naro. I just remember, dude, they had us all, like, we were, we had our sleeves up, so we had to, we walked through, we were in, like, we were all in single file line, and they had um, six people, and then the last one was one person, that was, that was the, the pedestal and shot. And they said we had to hold our sleeves and walk through, and then it was like we walked in front of the two people that got us. And the next one, boom, next one, boom. And the last one, we had to pull our pants down a little bit. And they got on the top of our meat, on our butt cheek. Wow. And then we all sat in lines. And on we top of Christmas your meat? Applesauce, and we what had to like roll, the roll to make sure that shit spread. Yeah. And then we had to, we had to, we had to jog back to our barracks. So they were wow. rolling on top of your meat? Yeah. <laughs> we had to roll on top of our own meat. To make sure that the the shot went into effect, kind of massage it around. around. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the military is fake and gay. I mean, it was like sore, like super sore. But if you did, yeah, I mean, if you're rolling on another dude's meat, I'm sure it's gonna get sore. <laughs> We're rolling on our own meat. So their meat's hey. so big, we gotta roll on it. If you didn't, we like, didn't have a problem with that right? in the Navy. We just, it, 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 it happened. Just, I'll leave it at that. All right. Thank you for your service. In the Navy. Way to go, Stephen. Dude, that shit will fuck you up, too, because if you don't roll it right, it gets sore and then you're, and then the muscle doesn't work. So, like, yeah. the next day, some guys were getting out of their racks and fucking just dropped <laughs> because they couldn't. Yeah. And then they had to get the whole get that shit fixed out. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And then, like, if, if you get um, if you get deployed, they'll give it to you again for certain areas. Mm-hmm. So, and some guys get it doubled. They'll get it before and they'll get it after or some shit like that. On the way in and out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, luckily enough, when I got deployed, I didn't go with the unit. I went after, so I got to skip it. It was nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I was happy that I missed the whole crazy scarring from the smallpox shots when I deployed because I, I know I've seen. Um, some some older people that had smallpox shots, and it, those things are gnarly. And mine, like, I don't even have a scar. Like, you wouldn't even know that I, that I ever got a smallpox shot. But that one was like, one was like getting a tattoo. Like, they went around in a circle and like a bunch of jabs really fast. Okay. And like, they 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 gave us smallpox, and then uh, obviously the shot, like whatever else was mixed with it, was to counteract it. But just some yeah, de- just some dead uh, fetus cells. It wasn't nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> vaccines in the military but it's crazy though like i never i never really like got sick after that and even still to this day like i've like i used to get sick a lot before i joined and like like pretty bad like lengthy sicknesses and ever since i got those shots in the military man i my immune system's been all right and it's pretty crazy to think about dude the fucking covid hit me for a half a day and then i was fine yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't even bad. I just felt like a little like a little weak, but I could. It was intense for a little bit. Yeah, dude. It was fucking. Yeah, we're we're pretty much immune to everything on the face of the earth. I hold on. Before we move off the military talk, I think I I want to get your take on the chef. Uh, being in the navy, did you have to wear those blue digital evenings? Dude, I was the funny you ask. I was the second division, so the the group in front of me was a week ahead of me. 
They were the uh-huh. very first to get the Digi Blues. I was the very second. Because- I just want to point out, like, isn't it counterintuitive to wear Absolutely. all blue uniforms when you fucking work in the ocean? Like, if you fall overboard, how is anybody going to fucking find you? You're going to blend into the water. They're over blue. <laughs> yep, man overboard, man overboard. We can't see him, Chief. He's right there. We can't see him. Yeah, I love working with Marines so they can wear like normal shit. They have to wear fucking true. And if you're if you're lucky and you're in the Navy and you're like a medic or or depending on what your your MOS is, yeah. And you work with the Marines, you get a decent looking fucking uniform. Yeah, you don't they, have they, to wear the Digi Blues. You can wear the desert. The, yeah. Oh my bad. No, I'm, you're good. No, you're not over here. You're good. Yeah, all the corpsmen had all of the same uniforms as we did. Um, they had they had uh, deserts and they had greens and they had they got two sets just like everybody. The only difference was they didn't have the Marine Corps patch on it and they didn't have they obviously had your your guys's own emblems. But yeah, I'm sure they loved it because they never they were never in their blue uh, their blues ever. They were only <laughs> in whatever we were in. Well, I'm happy the government was smart enough to do that because if you're going out into a war zone and you have everyone blending in with the terrain and then you got this blue fucking this blue dude standing out there who is actually trying to go help all the other Marines that that might be injured, like you're just like come on. You know, Violet Beauregard's coming across the fucking land like he's gonna like a blueberry dude, of course. The grimace, bro. Zoom in and there's like ten Marines over there and then one 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 sailor, one little squid over there. It's like get up. They would have a switch between uh deserts and, and um and woodlands. But like I was on fucking Pendleton. It was the desert over there. Like we, we, mm-hmm. It's either beach or it's it's the fucking desert. And we were in woodlands. Like that made zero sense. I had no idea why we were doing that until like right at the end they put us in um whatever it was for for full time. It just made zero sense. Speaking of the military and Christmas, I remember watching the news and they were just showing the the army back in this was a while back when they were in Iraq and showing how they're having their Christmas dinner. And on the TV, they're hyping goes, and they're watching the Santa Tracker, and you just see their face with their plates and just watching this fucking TV with <laughs> the Santa Tracker. And you're just like, man, fuck yeah. this shit. <laughs> it's programming right there. That's oh, were you guys deployed of... during the holidays? Yeah, I was. was Never deployed. Was tough, Never man. deployed. Christmas. Never deployed. Um, but I was there for everything else. I got back on December 17th, so I was here through everything, and I just made it back for Christmas. Uh, we deployed um, my only deployment that I went on we left early November and came back um, in April so yeah we spent oh, we had, man I saw a picture of my Thanksgiving uh, dinner and like I mean it was cool because like that's what we got and you know obviously being away from family sucked so it was like it was something but yeah definitely I uh, definitely would have been wanting to watch a Santa tracker while Christmas dinner. I would have been a little depressing, uh, especially having like a, you know, I think my son was two at the time and that was super Ooh, tough. That's um, tough. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I'm actually now getting like all my Facebook memories of like screenshots from our laptop sessions of being able to like Skype, um, which is kind of cool to like revisit. But then it also like, I'm going to know, you know, with the Christmas episode we're talking about, we're like doing deep dives, but it's nice to, to be able to, to re- 
reminisce on those times and realize like I wasn't here for that, but like now I'm here and during the holidays and it's, um, I'm super thankful for that though. But yeah, sorry you couldn't spend holidays, it with your family. But... Sorry you yeah. couldn't spend it with your family, but <laughs> at least you got the Santa tracker so you can see <laughs> stuff <laughs> in your family's house. There's some apple juice that we used to call cock juice because it had like K-O-K on it because it was, it was Russian because I was in Kyrgyzstan and yeah, oh. like the meat didn't taste the same, obviously, and but it was it was it was something. <laughs> it wasn't meat, that's why. Was it MRE uh, Thanksgiving? MRE turkey? Uh, Thankfully, no. But I will say, dude, MREs can slap. There's some MREs out there that are good. Slap all day. Which one? Yeah. My cousin gave me a few. That's what's one. Chili Mac. Buffalo chicken. Bad. Chili Mac was fucking good too. Buffalo chicken was good. Buffalo chicken was good. Those don't expire, right? Those don't expire. They, I like think they do, but like I wouldn't trust that. Okay. Like, dude, Twenty years. Fuck out of that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't eat that bitch in thirty years. No, I thankfully never got that veggie patty. That veggie patty was the one that everyone wanted to avoid. I never got the veggie oh, patty done. I got my shit kicked out. Now let me ask you, <laughs> which cheese was the best cheese? Government the, cheese. <laughs> the, uh, the the package, the long strip. It was like um, it was like the uh, like cheese whiz kind of. It felt like cheese whiz. They they had the regular cheese, they had the bacon cheese, and then the the bacon jalapeno cheese. Bacon jalapeno, jalapeno cheese. Yeah. I haven't had jalapeno it, but that sounds like the best. Jalapeno. Bacon jalapeno. jalapeno. That was in the tacos, right? That was the cornbread. I might be wrong. Cornbread. I might be wrong. I might yeah. be wrong. I, but I, I didn't eat them, dude. That's funny. I didn't eat them like at all while I was in the military. But when I got out. <laughs> bro my brother sends i that's one of my christmas gifts that's, that's this is how this ties into christmas these are one of my christmas gifts he gave me last year or the year before right when they started coming out with the mre pizzas damn what yes dude yeah so it's almost <laughs> like a lunch like, yeah it's like a lunchable dude they're fucking fire dude they're fire. i bet they're fire <laughs> they are fire nah. dude and, and it, me me being like a prepper and a yeah. stoner, I fuck up, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fucking hungry right now. And me and my daughter will whoop up an MRE. Oh, dude, I bought a, like, a, like 32 like a year ago. I have like two left. I That's sick, dude. Them bitches, dude. Hey, those things are and you had to prop it up on a rock or something. Yeah, you had to lean it, yeah, lean it up. Make some. You just started like smoking. Right? Oh, I'm telling you. Well, I'm a Try Prestige one. 200 or Call of Duty, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I play Call of Duty. Yeah, I get it. I get it, bro. I play, I play Call of Duty. <laughs> I saw two, dog. I saw two. Verdansk, bro. 2020. Yeah, hey, I was Jermaine, in Verdansk in 2020. Do you remember we uh, played Ghost Recon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. We were sniping. A couple, uh, we were sniping motherfuckers. Warfare, you know, yeah. that, pork, that pork MRE, it looked good, right? <laughs> yeah, it looked good, but I was like, I'm a pass. Eating's for bitches. Good times. Well, hey, if it if it doesn't expire, might as well eat it. I was gonna save it as as a prepper type of type of uh you know resource too. So shit, might might just have to fucking try it out. You know what's in it? Because I I know what they are, but I've never cared to like look up. So how the fuck? So the calories. It, uh, yeah, it's very fuck a lot of calories. So it, mm, yeah. it depends on what you get, right? So they they all come with the basic same shit, um, <laughs> but they will they'll have like different things, right? So for instance, like the some of them would come with its main entree, right? 
And then yep. it would have some weird side, some 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 really weird side, whatever the hell it was, um, okay. like applesauce. Oh, the the <sighs> bars. Do you guys remember the bars that were in there? Yeah, I have a couple. Yep. Um. So it, combat bars. I think so many calories. So you could live off most of the time. You could live off one MRE a day. Some people yeah. didn't have MRE a day because they just had a ridiculous amount of sodium so that you could retain water. Um, yep. And then it would have some type of cracker. And on that cracker, it was not a cracker. It was more like a, a thick bread that you get at communion. But um, uh, you could get cheese. You could get the cheese with bacon and cheese with bacon jalapeno. Or mm-hmm. lucky, you would get the PB&J. And that's your yep. Okay. But my question is, what's in it? Because you guys said, like, there's a pizza. So I'm going to open this MRE and I'm going to have a fucking pizza. No, You're gonna, it, it'll be like a long, like, like think of the pizza. F- oh, I mean, I assume I didn't get the pizza one when I was in. I think it's newer, but like, yeah. think of like the lunchable crust, right? Okay. Oh, got it ready. So, so those You're are, eat it those live are, on those are dried this. cranberries for sure. Those ones, those cranberries are dried cranberries. So it's like Thanksgiving. fruit. And then you have coffee in some of them too. So you get like, you could pour your canteen water in a bag and then mix the coffee mixture. Yeah. You can get coffee. You can do it with uh, Gatorade too. They have like a Gatorade pouch. You can pour it in um, and shake it up and you make Gatorade. You just drink the, the bag. You get your electrolytes from there. The um, the cakes that you were talking about, Naro, they had like lemon poppy seed was one of them, and it was just like a, a air, like a vacuum sealed fucking um, sponge cake. But it was like, you know, it's it's something made with That's weird stuff in it, but it's not gonna expire. Like it's something you can have. Uh, you know, if if you got stranded or like deserted, uh-huh. and you had a bunch of memories, like you could have like one a day and, and be chilling. Yep. Huh. Yeah, they they gave us three. For the entire, um, for the entirety of the uh, the the crucible and in uh, boot camp, and I think I ate like two of them for the like uh, two and a half days long, three days long. So I had like two of them, and you can like spread it all out. And then the yeah. gum, because of how how much how crappy they were, like not right about the gum, but because of how like you're getting all of that, and you just you yeah. don't shit normally. There's you get gum. constipated. Yeah, you get super constipated. And the gum in there is the diuretic gum. And if you chew it for a good amount of time, it helps you shit. Nice. Yeah. nice. Uh. And then it kind of just dissolves on its own, too, like after a while. Yep. You know, I have but an like, idea, I, Chef, for, for Crave. <laughs> we're going to do a episode where we're going to be... Reviewing all the MREs. <laughs> hey, I'll hey, I'll go ahead and buy some, and I'll I'll partake for sure. Yeah, I just buy them awesome. like on Amazon. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, dude. They're dude. The yeah, thing is that I like them, but they're they're a little. They're like the last time I checked, they were like thirteen bucks a pop. But yeah, just for, buy one. For, yeah. So this right here is Irish is that one? Uh, cappuccino instead. Oh, yep. so you open the top, pour your water in. Uh, this right here is coffee. Sugar, hot sauce. Ooh. You get a wet wipe. You get the yeah, diuretic. Buddy. You get the diuretic gum, diuretic and you gum get some. That's toilet paper. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Like I've been using wipe my face. Blowing my nose in there. And then you got creamer, and you also got. Uh, I don't know what I. I think I dropped it, but you also get a book of matches. Yep. This one is uh, cranberries, and then I think the last one that I have here is uh, 
a wheat snack. There you go. And the wheat I, snack is the bread. Yeah. Yep, that's the bread. It's kind of it's definitely kind of dense. So uh and then I think the only other oh last thing is again, it's not you're not really seeing much, it's just a little package, but these are uh honey mustard pretzels. Fuck yeah, those are like Snyder's like, oh, just, like the Schneiders, dude, and they are yeah. fucking fire. I I just want to say too, like that that stuff, like to you guys that haven't been in, like that might not sound great, but like when you're doing like exercises and you're out in the heat and you're you've been out and like haven't been into the chow hall for like a week or whatever um those things are like a delicacy if you get the right one because there'd be some in there that would have like up like a straight up bag of m&ms oh yeah and if you got that you were like you were giving them out to people and like you were like you were like the baller that day you had the m&ms and they they're like they're looking neon gel cigarettes are like the trading <laughs> that's what we would do like that's what we would do if good that someone else had you would like go around and trade with people if you uh-huh. yeah. that's hilarious you know, like, and so uh, Jermaine answered the question so he just did a rundown but they have like 20 different um different uh fl- like entrees that you can do um they used to have breakfast MREs um but they stopped doing those the year the second year I was in they had breakfast MREs too, and those were pretty decent. So there was Chili Mac, there's a Penny Pasta, uh, there was uh, oh my god, a whole bunch of shit. There was a there was a couple of vegan or vegetarian options. Chicken and dumplings was one. Oh shit! Yep, yep. Chicken uh, and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings. There was um, oh, there was a whole bunch. We'll, we'll have to get, fajitas. Like- <laughs> fajitas. Yeah, yeah fajitas. Beef yeah. fajitas. Yeah, because you can get the the fajitas came with the cheese, so you can make yeah. like, like Mexican and tortillas. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You got to the gun though. Yeah, without the gun though. <laughs> I, I also heard one of the other things. So, Naro, you mentioned the anti diuretic in the gum. This is something that I heard. I don't know how true this is, but they put something in the MREs. And or I could be wrong, but in your food, at least in boot camp, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's called saltpeter. It's called saltpeter, uh, mm-hmm. and it makes you while you're in boot camp, um, it makes you, uh, I guess what flaccid would be would be a the yeah. term. Yeah, you, you, you don't get excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So they used to. You don't get an erection. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> fucking name, Robert. Possible. I tried once, didn't fucking work. Um, it's <laughs> I'm proud about that. <laughs> Legit Naro. <laughs> so, I don't remember if it was in the cow food or it was in the water, but it was one of the two. Yeah. Purposely did it so that you couldn't. Um, because and nowadays it's really strict because when when I went through. Guys and girls, I don't know how they did it with you guys, but guys and girls were separate. Nowadays, uh, yep. mixing the platoons a little bit to where they not a good idea. Uh, I had that. I, hey, I had that. I had that. We had a split division, male and female. I ended up getting married to a girl in the other division. No way. Yep. Nice. Yep. Wow. So they we're, were we're not we're not married now, but we were. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you're a success story, man. Kudos. They did that. So for us, because when I went, obviously, we like I said, we, we didn't do um, cross-gendering, whatever. Cross-gendering. Cross-polluting. Um, 
Anyway, quote machine lately, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Two Pete cross gendering. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> but uh, in MCT, uh, which was after boot camp, we went to MCT, which is uh, Marine Combat Training. Yeah, uh, tech school. Um, yeah, whatever you guys call it. Um, you're in the field for a month. That's where you got a lot of your MREs in. But that was the first time that we had guys and girls, and they were fucking all the time, bro. They would, oh, yeah. they would get caught because there's wood. So we would get in on Lejeune. They would take us. We would be in the barracks for like a day, and then we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere for a month. Right. Uh, and so we were surrounded by wood. So at night you were pretty much out to do your thing. It was the first time in the military that you were kind of had a little bit of leniency. Mm-hmm. We would like, we would go smoke by the, um, by the trash cans or we'd find a place to go do whatever. So they were, they were a little bit lenient with us. So they were fucking in the woods all the time, <laughs> all the fucking time. And uh, a lot of people did like contract marriages. Y'all trying to fuck. Well, I mean, in that sense, in that sense, it makes sense to like you know be worried whether you're going flaccid. You know, we're mixing, but if you're not mixing, I don't give a fuck. Why am I trying to get hard around a bunch of dudes? Uh, <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, yeah I, will, guess, right? I, I honestly wonder if that was that was a thing too. They want to like prevent boners in the shower too. Like <laughs> you want to be getting hard around sixty other dudes. Ours was a little bit different, dude, because we were we were three months with zero contact. With fucking anything, there was yeah, no. That's a long time. We didn't have. There was only letters and a picture that would come through of our girlfriends or wives or whatever every once in a while. Those would get confiscated too if, if they were not good. Yeah, if they got <laughs> if they got found, they would get confiscated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so we're we're three months without any fucking thing, and they're most of the time it's a bunch of fucking eighteen year olds who just started fucking within the past year and a half. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, yeah. So they fucking everything that moves. Yeah, who raw? Yo, I mean, now that I think about it, it it might be because it was to prevent that from happening. You know, yeah. People, people were desperate enough to fuck a fucking seal or walrus, and wasn't that the the lore of mermaids? Yeah, they, they the thought, siren songs. Yeah, they thought oh, that they were right. kind of hallucinating right. overseas, and they just fucked like a walrus or something. But, like, fuck a walrus! What the fuck? Hey, man, I mean, how do you? Like, no judgment, bro. Would a walrus just lay there and take it? Like, come on, big game on this walrus. Hey, I, hey I baby, you look real I, thick walrus, right now. Your selection is that wide, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that is a wide selection when it comes to a walrus. That bitch wide. The walrus, the walrus is that all the mammals. So you said what? The walrus has the second largest penis of all mammals. Yo. Yes, it does. What's the first? Well, obviously, a whale, right? Elvis behind the marine, hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, do. I mean, to, to prevent you know gays from happening in the military, because I'm sure I'm sure there are outliers where some people found out that they were gay being in the military. Yeah, uh, I think so. I could see that happening. I don't think anything happened in our. Pl- uh, I know nothing happened in our platoon because I got put on fire watch every night. I got fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, you got wait, fucked. What? You said what? You got fucked. Uh, wait, what? Yo, you got to use that. Yo, what? Yo, context. Oh wait, hold on. That one. <laughs> you got fucked. Was repeated. 
I got Firewatch every night. Did you guys have Firewatch? Is that what you guys call it? Yeah. Hall monitor or hall monitor, I think. <laughs> so we had Fire, fire Monitor. Uh, so it's supposed to rotate. I got, an, <laughs> I got in trouble early. So um, ah. I, was too, too, I, I was too smart. I knew what they were doing was fucking with us. So I was trying to tell <laughs> my guys around me, you know, they're just fucking with you. You got to kind of stay at one of them overheard me. And I <laughs> – I was screwed the whole fucking time, dude. I got, I got <laughs> was screwed. Week. I got four top, Firewatch four times a week, and I had to do counts. So you have to do counts. You have to count all the locks, uh, yeah, uh, all the beds, and the rifles, and everything. And oh, shit. The fast, and I would never make it. So I counted at least 20 times before I got to actually start. Jeez. Oh, you, you played the game too hard, Naro. You played too hard, too fast. <laughs> so then I like I like leaned halfway through. I was like, I'm gonna let you guys kind of do shit. Um, yeah. But it does happen. I've heard stories. This shit happens in boot camp. I heard a story. I don't know how true it is because they kept us pretty separate. The the female barracks were real. The squad base were really far away from us. But there's there was a story that came up that they um, that somehow. People snuck out and colluded um, and got caught. Um, yeah, they were like, they were blocks away. So, how they got caught or how they didn't get caught was beyond fucking me. So, this podcast is going to be about Christmas. It's going to be about. <laughs> but I just, I just want to, I just want to say, like, it's not to say, and, and like I said before, being gay ain't gay. You know what I mean? Just don't be gay about it. You feel me? <laughs> Put that in a shirt. But brought to you by the, there's and in, in the masculine spectrum. Would would you guys agree that sometimes, and you see this in the animal kingdom, if being gay ends up becoming more of just like I fully dominated this this other man that could dominate other. It's more of a power thing than it is like a. That's a sexual thing, you know. I mean, that's some gay uh, shit, you know what I mean? But you know, we're talking about intentions and stuff. So it's not it's not meant to like like feminize. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that for the military, they were trying to decrease their masculinity or make it more feminine because there might be gay, but there's just so there's just those people that are you know out there trying to really be super masculine to the point where it's a little extreme. To where it's like, no, I'm, I can fuck any girl I want. I'm gonna start fucking guys who fuck any girl they want because I can fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I mean, see what what you're saying with that for sure. Um, probably like we're gonna be called gay. No look at it. G four Y. I always felt I always felt like in the military it was there's a lot of religion tied into the military and oh, a lot yeah. of um, a lot of that, a lot of the religious stuff, and obviously, you know, homosexuality, um, big no-no in uh, religion. So I think that also played into a factor of why it was so, um, you know, vehemently like banned in the military until, like, because I, I was in when Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed, yeah. and um, <clears throat> that was it was kind of cool, honestly, because it was like it allowed for for people that we knew that were gay to like. I guess feel a little bit, a little bit more comfort. And to me, like in the way I was looking at being in the military was I wanted whoever was serving with me to be able to have my back no matter what. And like to have that kind of comfort with each other would be to like, 
I want that person's mindset to be clear and I want them to be focused on the mission. Right. If they're worried about how people view them and, and then how, like what their truth is, like that's going to prevent us from accomplishing our mission. And to me, that was a detriment. Yeah. I think I've heard from people in the military when they were asked about how do you feel about gays joining? And most of them said, look, we don't really give a shit. We just want to make sure that you're going to do your job. You got my back. I got yours. We don't give a fuck. Yep. 100%. After after it got repealed, a lot it was a lot more accepted because it it and I will tell you that I don't know about on the male side, but once because I I think it got repealed like the first six months that I was in, it was like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't as common with guys, but girls came out super quick. Oh yeah, yeah, and so it was super. It was really common with in, in at least in the Marine Corps. It was really really common. And, and Jermaine, to exactly what you're saying, I don't think anybody, like, there was no real, like, we didn't, like, there was a guy in our platoon who we all knew who was gay, and no one really, like, gave a shit. Like, you, of course, people make jokes here and there, but it's, at the end of the day, you got my back, I got your back, you just fucking run it. That, that's, that's really what it was about. <laughs> yeah. Cover my six. <laughs> I'll cover your six. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me? You want me to watch your back? I, I knew. I said that. I knew what the fuck you guys were going to say. Take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, though. Like that was legit, though. Like it, it's, uh-huh. it's just I just wanted, I wanted to make sure that whoever was was next to me on post, like that we were all in the same, like that we were in the same boat, same mindset. You know, one bed, one sound, like a drumline. Love that movie. Um, <laughs> we have to do like we're together and we're gonna get it done so hey speaking of uh, military members speaking <laughs> of uh religion and gay marriage like did you hear it three days ago the pope uh pope francis approved <laughs> blessings for same-sex couples yep and so yeah. yeah something happened with the bible where it changed i guess yeah they've been we'll, we'll talk about that later. you know they just rewrote it like the last Interesting. Oh, <laughs> what he meant by that was <laughs> actually how we interpret that in 2023. Yeah. They keep doing it, dude. Uh, they all they and there's there's something where like the I don't remember what happened, but the Pope and a couple of other religious figures of all religions got together and started rewriting things. And apparently, there's a rumor that they're going to change the Ten Commandments now and. There are frauds, and I would like to somehow, someday, get my hands on the original books because we all know that they have been messed up. You're gonna have to go break into the Vatican, dude. I would love to know what the original books. I heard it's in Ethiopia. I I heard the original. I heard the original (laughs) base Bible is in Ethiopia. Huh? I wouldn't doubt it. I heard that as well. Mm Hmm. I heard the why Ethiopia. Uh, <laughs> yo, I th- it has something to do with Enoch, Book of Enoch, dude. The which is a band, bi- band from the Bible. Real big, dude. Mm-hmm. Starting to get more and more. I have, I'm gonna go get me a copy of the Book of Enoch. I have one. I just haven't read it because I grew up Christian too. So part of me feels like it's blasphemy, but at the same time, like I heard this recently. To see, the Bible tells you to seek. You know, those who seek will find. Seeking isn't going to church every Sunday and listening to some guy talk to you. Seeking is, you know, asking the hard questions, doing your research, diving into these rabbit holes. And essentially, Yeshua, 
That's why my name's Jerezus now, because it's a message. Yeshua, uh, he actually was controversial, right? He would ask the hard questions and talk to older heads about philosophical things that would blow their minds and be like, who, who the fuck is this guy? So I heard the um, was Ark of the Covenant was fucking in Ethiopia, too. Oh. Uh, that I, I don't, was it Ethiopia? It was somewhere. Somewhere right. in there, that area. Yeah. And, so a, uh, a guy named James Bruce, he discovered the Ethiopian Bible. So that's what I have here. And how it links to to Enoch or whatever, how it links to the Bible is an Ethiopian queen, I think, of Sheba and King Solomon. She went to Jerusalem to meet King Solomon because he heard that he was wealthy and really prestigious. Of oh. uh, You know how the Bible goes. They fuck women. You know what I mean? And then they had this kid. This kid, his, his name was Menelik. And he left Ethiopia to go to Jerusalem. Uh, when Solomon found out about Menelik, he offered the throne to Menelik. But Menelik declined it. But what he did was he stole the Ark of the Covenant and he fucking brought it back. So that's the Nick, story. Nick of Cage. Why, <laughs> yeah. Of how it got back to Ethiopia. That's crazy, man. Interesting, man. Movie. What? You said what? Oh, I said Nick Cage could kill that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the next natural treasure. <laughs> yeah, there's a... It's kind of hard, though, because it's you really... At these days, you have no idea what is real and what is not, which kind of sucks. Because what... But they also said that God will judge you based on your knowledge, right? So just because you can't get all the knowledge doesn't mean that you're, um, you'll be sent away. So you got to do the best you can. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so I'm interested because I know, but besides Zach, we're, we're all kind of religious, right? Or... Have experienced with religion. <laughs> Do you and Tom asked this on a previous podcast, and I had to really check my beliefs. How much do you believe in the story of the Bible and, and you know the whole uh gospel? Like, do we believe that there was an actual talking snake in Garden of Eden that actually, you know, told Eve to eat the apple? Like, or do you think those are metaphors? You know, They're all metaphors. Mm-hmm. Until you find it, until you find the Noah's Ark, right? And you're like, yeah, wait. So I was actually just thinking about that because you don't, uh, uh, you don't really fucking. Some of them could be metaphors. Some of them could be real because that was that was That was the first thing that popped in my head. Well, fucking Noah's Ark is real. It was found, mm-hmm. right? So, like, yes, I feel like it's all hopefully what they've given us because again, we don't. Um. I feel like, yes, it's true, but on how it, it was interpreted to be in the books might have varied based on what happened, like the snake. And that's possible that that was a metaphor. Um, but, you know, demons look all different, right? And I know it was Satan, but, you know, he could have changed his form. So, uh, ah, fuck, I don't know. But, but yeah. yeah, my thought was until you find fucking Noah's Ark. Right. So and Noah's Ark was said to be absolutely insane. There's there's no way that someone could have built Noah's Ark for that long at that time. And that was everyone's excuse until they found Noah's Ark. What, late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. 
something like right. that. That was wild. They actually found it like that. If, if you're interpreting the Bible as straight metaphorical, metaphorical, and you find fucking planks of Noah's Ark, you know, I'm sure you go back to your notes and you start rewriting them from a different perspective because of th those findings. And but, right, right. So I guess a more uh, a more appropriate question is, what do you think happens when we die? You know, do you think we have a spirit? And that spirit goes to heaven or hell because like your belief systems, whether or not you subscribe to a religion dictates, you know, your afterlife perspective as well. I feel, you know, so yeah. What do you guys think? You guys believe in heaven, or hell, reincarnation. I feel like this one will finally meet Santa Claus. <laughs> hey, how are we going to tie this in Jermaine? How are we going to tie this in is, Santa and Satan, man. It's just a oh, matter God. of changing a couple words or a couple letters and words and spells. Yeah. Satan worship and Santa work Santa's workshop. Pretty similar, <laughs> dog. Yeah, Dang. Satan's kind of cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Satan, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, stop. I don't know that's, that's that's a conversation that's going to be hard to get into mm -hmm. uh, I'm still so I don't really have huh. opinions I try I have opinions but I try not to have opinions on it because I feel like uh, until the day that we die we're just learning we're just trying to get as much information as humanly possible so, but it also tells, they also tell you to go out and spread the word, but it's hard to spread the word. When you don't really know everything. So to the day we die, you're pretty much just learning everything. You're trying to get it all figured out. Yeah. And that's the conversation that my, I would have with my mom when I was a kid. And, uh, I, I would be like, well, how do you know? Cause like she's, um, she grew up Adventist and, um, and, and she would, we do this thing, like we go to my grandma's house and not watch TV on Fridays. And I'm like, why not? Like, what the heck is going on? Um, because they practiced or they would I think, practice Sabbath. They would partake in Sabbath. And uh, um, she would just say, well, I mean, that's just faith. Like you just, you just have faith and, and that's part of believing. And so I respect that for sure. And, but for me as a kid, and it's kind of like never got persuaded otherwise of like, of of like how can we answer these questions if we don't know and if stuff has been overwritten x amount of times like then what's the original truth you know whether it's right wrong or indifferent to me like that's irrelevant it's just like what is like why was it written so many times obviously translations different languages and stuff and like different stories come about and so it, it evolves but it's like th those are the questions that when i was younger trying to get into it just like my mind prevented me from getting too far into it so like you said naro like it's hard to do it because like we're not going to know until you know we pass right. and move on to the next step of whatever this is um yeah. and for me though i do like like i do like the idea of religion i like you know um like for my kids like i'm 
taking them to church on Christmas Eve because it's tradition and that's what we've done. And I like to give them, I want to expose them to everything and make them have them make their own decisions, you know, right. that's yeah. how my parents did with me. And I feel like that, you know, that's, that's fair. Um, and no matter what we choose to believe in, no matter what we feel or actually believe in, like that's irrelevant because as long as they're believing in something or they have their own path to, to make those decisions, like that's where I'm, that's my part that I play in this. I mean, as controversial as religion could be, there there are good morals that you can take away from it and apply 1000% to your life and your family. But I think what happens is the issue that I have with it is like like Christianity for once. There's a lot of people that hide behind that cross, you know, and that's kind of like, well, that's not what you're supposed to be doing with it, you know, and the hypocrisy of it is what bothers mm-hmm. me the most. I don't care what you follow. It's, you know, you're free to do whatever you want. But I believe at some point when we all die, we're all going to be in the same waiting room. Like, oh, shit, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. And I have to live with that. Like, if I wasted time not believing and I could have been in a better spot afterwards, like, then I'll, you know, that's going to be where I have to, you know, deal with that when I'm, when I pass. And right. it's, it is, a, it is an internal, like, belief struggle that I have a lot, quite often, especially when these conversations happen. But that's my biggest thing too, Jermaine, is like, like when people weaponize these things that are supposed to be pure and have good intentions, like that's, that's where I'm like, that's fucked. Like, why are we weaponizing this shit to play against each other? Exactly. Like, that's not what this, this stuff, this belief system is supposed to do. Like we're supposed to come together and unite. And it's yeah, like, and, when it, when it gets weaponized, it's, it's no go for me. And yep. just to be, to bring an example to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to talk about like all the politics, but like you can see that going on with the Muslim community. They're always being said, these guys are terrorists, all Muslims, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, mm. no, you know, there's, there's just bad people in that group too. Like how Christianity has the KKK. I mean, you know, so why are we calling all Muslims this? But when it comes to Christianity, it's like, no, the KKK is. It's not, they don't represent Christianity. It's like, well, that's what we're saying also about terrorism. And so it's just. Proper, like that's so real too. Because when we were in middle school, when like 9 11 happened, and like I'm looking at Sami and Amit, and I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, these are my homies, dude. Like, no, nah, fuck that. Yeah. No, nah, these guys yeah. are my friends. Exactly. You know, like, like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to treat them differently. Like, these are these guys I grew up with. But you see, that's the, the, the thing is, you, you looked at Sami and them, but they're even Muslim. They're they're indian so they don't I know but that's so, that's but what the exactly. media <laughs> we looked they were you trying know, to get us to turn against them but i'm like no these are my friends fuck that yeah exactly so like what you said like you said weaponizing it kind of made us look at our own friends of like wait no 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 mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think you're that you're you're my friend and at some point like people yeah. are like oh terrorists like you know that's every middle eastern person anyone at late that happened them. that happened 2022 with the vaccines like you looked at someone different for saying mm-hmm. anti-vaxxer or saying fucking i did i remember pro yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy talking about it now with different people and being open to that conversation there's a lot of people in between people that took the vaccine tough, like dude. fuck that shit like i wish i hadn't done that right. and there's actually people that wish they took the vaccine i wish i took the first yeah. batch you know and you know we're we're snuffing them out, and we're kind of building this bipolar, two sided thing. You know what I mean? Which Shit. I'll get into later. All I know but, is I ain't taking no fucking boosters. 
<laughs> that's why the psyop thing. That's why the psyop thing is really important because, like, you download that one program, and there's a bunch of different sub programs that you view. Just, it's so powerful that not only do you look at your friends different, you look at your family members different too. You know oh I mean? man, that's where it gets deep, and it's it's. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some shit for Thanksgiving where it was like some some, and they were laughing about it, and they put up their video on on whatever. With Instagram, TikTok, whatever the fuck it was, and it said, mm-hmm. "Your your family's had the kids' table and the adults' table. My my family has the kids' table, the Republican and the Democrat table. Like y'all are just like getting yeah. way too into this. Yo, for real, yeah. you as a family. That's the stupidest thing I've mm-hmm. ever heard. And you know what?" The media wins at the end of the day. That's that's how that happens. Yeah, and it's why you say it because my family, a majority of them, they they like Trump, right? Yeah. And they support him. They're like, yo, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And I don't care. I'm like, whatever. You can support whatever you want. But I also have some family who don't want to come by anymore just because of that. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. Trump? Yeah, that happened, bro. <laughs> right. So it's funny. I, I, go ahead, Chef. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, last Christmas, I had my don't tread on me flag up in mm-hmm. my house. I had my Trump flag. That was, uh, it was Trump looking like Rambo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bandana on and the town that I live in, like, you, you know, when you're driving, I don't know what exactly you call it, but the middle or no, not the middle, but like where, where it defines the roadway to like the bicycle way. Okay. They painted, this entire boulevard, which is fucking huge, red, white, and blue. So when all of the uh, Antifa folks came through, every single, and I'm in California, mind you, which makes mm-hmm. it, in my opinion, a little bit crazier, but right. they all were outside of their shops with their weapons. And yeah. um, anyhow, long story short, they had a big fucking rally. Um, the it was a charity event and all the money, all the stuff that you bought went to kids that couldn't afford uh, pencils, everything for school that they needed. So I picked up the Trump flag. Um, I picked up a fuck Joe Biden flag, uh, Trump 2024. <laughs> and I had them all up in my house. And I think, yeah, it was last Christmas or the Christmas before my brother, who I love and respect was uh he made a comment and he goes, Yeah, oh, all these fucking people with their Trump flags. And we don't like talk politics like a whole lot, but I was like, fuck, dude, there's a small chance he might be coming over. And I fucking took it down. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm super strong in my beliefs, like I don't think it's bad to flaunt it, and I don't think it's bad not to. But when it comes like the holidays, like I don't give a fuck if you know, you got 10 Fauci ouchies, dude, or <laughs> if, if you're like, if you're a Joe Biden fucking lover, dude, like you're my family <laughs> and I might, <clears throat> you don't have issues with your thoughts and your views as most people probably have, you know, issues with my thoughts and views and that's okay. And it's okay uh-huh. to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of those things where I only get to see him once a year, dude. Like, I'm not going to sit him down on Christmas, you know, when I only get to see him three or four days out of the year. And I'm not going to talk politics with him because that doesn't fucking matter. Right. Right. What matters is, as uh, 
Naro said about like dividing the family table, you know, like you guys are going to eat outside and you're eating in the garage, you know, the Democrat, <laughs> you know, red and the blue, but that is exactly what they fucking want. Exactly. They meaning like they, the only people that can fix this issue. And I'm talking about the people versus the government are the fucking people. And it's never going to fucking happen when we're constantly being divided. Right. It will never Facts. fucking happen because we exactly. both, you know, me and my brother, me and so and so could be like, mm, I like Trump. You like Biden. Cool. Um, but we disagree on this one main topic, but we're never going to end up getting to the solution of that topic because we both, I like Biden or I like Trump. You like Biden or vice versa, whatever. It's a, it's the fucking master plan, man. And they're doing, they're doing, I think they were doing a good job. And I think where they fucked up was COVID. Yeah. That was like, I think COVID was the greatest thing on the planet Earth. I honestly do. In my lifetime, I think it was the greatest thing that, that, that has at least happened to me. Uh-huh. Why? Because I, I realized a lot of shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, it changed my life. If it wasn't for that moment, I wouldn't have, wo- I wouldn't have woke up. I wouldn't have, like, figured shit out. And so it was it was one of those like not two birds with one stone. Uh, what's the other saying? Uh, not a double edged sword, but there was a benefit to it. There was a big benefit to it because you're going to see your sheep and you're going to see your fucking lions. Right. And I realized at that point I'm a lion and I, I stepped up and instead of putting my kid and I'm not knocking anybody that has kids in public schools. It's not. I'm not going to say convenient. It's not possible for a lot of families. Right. It's not. And, and that's okay. Because yeah. what's most important is keeping a roof over your fucking head. Right. You know, but our kids are homeschooled. And I suffer greatly financially from that. Because I'm the oh, only wow. one working. But at the same time, like, it, this led, it, that was the catalyst that led me to where I am today. And I probably wouldn't be talking to you gentlemen if it wasn't for that. And I also wouldn't have my other project that I do off the side. Um, that wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for that, but yeah, yeah uh, just, just to wrap everything together. We talked about the military and putting your differences aside. The fucking what is it called the Christmas truce in 1914, right? World war one. Where, uh, they they yeah they they agreed on a ceasefire and just kind uh-huh. of ignore their differences and what they played they played football oh sorry not American football but European football you know what I'm saying <laughs> right Shots oh football sport. every Wednesday football, <laughs> football. sometimes so, Tuesdays sometimes Monday sometimes yeah. Thursday. But let me show this picture. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, if, even though Christmas is satanic, and we'll get into that now, <laughs> that's why I brought up religion and all that. <laughs> it sprouts beautiful moments like this. Like, you don't get these, you know, let's put the shit aside because of this holiday that even though it's a phantom holiday, you know, it, it brings in a Christmas spirit, right? Yeah. Egregore shit, bruh. But, but Team fucking- spirit. Team spirit. Right. But I mean, how fucked up is that? They had the peace and then they're all playing football together or how we call it in America soccer. Um, that 
the next day or whenever the truth is over, they have to go back <laughs> to fighting each other. Like mentally, I'd be like, "How the fuck am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed to kill you know this I gotta dude? kill you tomorrow, right? You know? no. <laughs> hey, if that QB's not throwing you passes when you're wide open, dog. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, you missed me yesterday, bro. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I was open twice, <laughs> dog. Good one. Yeah. You marked him. No, no, yeah. <laughs> It's the perfect way to gather intel, though, ain't it? Uh, Play football? To be like, hey, cease fire, yo. Let's let's be friends. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as being a conspiracy theorist, I hate that term because it's literally like just finding out that, hey, something's up. And right. diving down into that, you know what I mean. But but isn't it crazy? Like how they're going to tell them, okay, you guys are done fighting, and everyone's like, all right, cool, we'll hang out with them. But when they tell you to start fighting, I'm like, okay, we'll go fucking do that. So imagine saying, hey, we want you to go to that country. We're going to invade, and we want you to kill everyone. But what if everyone's like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you guys going to do? We're the ones with the guns. You're the one telling us what to do. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. That's what boot camps for. Mm, you to to, to program you, yeah. You do what you're fucking told to do, and that's yeah. it. But if that's not why someone else will just kind of touching back on what Kyle was saying, like you know, the like you said, the people, um, the the biggest threat to the system is divided, or not a divided, but united people. You know, like of all race, all colors. That's they're they're afraid of that, and if, for that to happen, that's like their biggest fear because you had a anything else could happen but they do not want that to happen like you know they don't want the kkk also and good with blacks they don't want none of that it, shit. yeah no fuck no they don't they don't want none of that but the moment we start banding together they're gonna be like <clears throat> we're fucked dude they they did and, and chef you're right man they, they they fucked up with covid they tried too hard to strike and a lot of fucking people woke up and mm-hmm. a lot of people woke up and you know it's crazy a lot of crazy conspiracy theorists quote unquote are not conspiracy theorists anymore. They're they 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 just have real fucking information, but they wanted it to make it sound crazy. So that was I was thinking the same thing. And you were like, well, I'm you know all the shit that I learned in my year. I, I dude, I was, I was so like I used to call conspiracy theorists crazy as hell. But at this point, dude, like ninety five percent of the conspiracy theories that have been uh, brought up about aliens about about pharma about um you know covid about the government about all these different things have turned out to be true in some way shape or form right and that yep. is screwed up with covid they tried to push too hard and now too many people are waking up and it's dividing the country a little bit but i feel like at this point there is enough momentum where the ones who are waking up are going to be able to slowly kind of get things back into play. But you know this 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 when it comes to like first world countries, we're the worst when it comes to stuff like that. We're the worst. Facts. This do you think that's because we have too many freedoms though? Because we have too many outlets to where we can express ourselves and we can have different thoughts and different opinions and like and it works against like us. I, I yes, but not really though, because they could have done it with newspapers. They could have done it with they they. It's the media who controls it. So as long as newspapers fucking up, hiding behind paywalls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, my, my thing is, once some type of media, there's going to be some type of trying to control because that's where the mass news comes out. And they just, and a lot of people just read it and, and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I feel like it doesn't really, well, because because uh, you can flip the script, right? We can talk about Korea and we can talk about Russia, right? Where mm-hmm. they don't have that much freedom and they don't mm-hmm. have uh, at all, right? And they're brainwashed as fuck, right? So I feel like that the goal is to find a happy medium. And I feel like yeah. the U.S. had a happy medium, but that's been long gone for like maybe a hundred years now. It's a deep conversation because like I say, it's all BS. It's all belief systems. And I feel like running your country and running your nation is kind of like raising your own child. Like you do you. The, the the point is like, like Zach always says, keep, keep your side of the road clean. You know what I mean? Uh, I've heard this concept that if a population reaches a certain amount, then communism's the only way to keep it running, you know? <laughs> China. Because, I mean, what happens when you have a bunch of people who are, like, generals, you know? You're going to have fucking civil wars and civil wars and civil wars, you know what I mean? So, and like Francis said, like, this country is built on a revolution, so there is an obvious reason why they want to kind of keep us gay. No, just kidding. It was, it was also built on compromise too, and for some reason, no one wants to compromise anymore. Yeah, they got the blueprint, and they're doing everything for it to not happen again. I mean, <laughs> perfect. So yeah. what I what I heard, I, I Francis, you came on that podcast when we talked to uh, the Groovy Guru, but mm-hmm. we talked. I talked about heaven and hell. We talked about spirituality. He, we were talking about Gnosticism, right? And he mm-hmm. said that heaven and hell is like Democrats and Republicans. So they want you to believe in a psyop of if you do this, you'll go to heaven or you'll go to hell. And I personally believe you're super powerful to where you can kind of create different worlds. And it's what your belief is. If you believe that you should go to heaven, you're going to zoom to heaven. If you're kind of guilty, then you'll get trapped in hell. If you believe there's like a Jerizi verse, you Mm -hmm. go there and you're trapped into your world. You know what I mean? But you have to abide by certain universal laws you can't kill yourself because yeah. you know you'll get trapped into yeah. earth or whatever mm-hmm. or if you you're a viking you gotta die in a worthy battle and you'll go to valhalla you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think we're powerful enough and you know the bible says you were created in my image and connie says i am a god and my name is jerezus you know what i mean it's not blasphemous. It's just saying that, hey, I'm like you. It's almost like I'm a hologram of you. You know what I mean? It's almost like I'm appreciating my source. I'm worshiping my source mm-hmm. instead of being like, you know, I'm a god. I'm better than you. You know what I mean? It's like I'm a god. I'm creating your image. So I feel like you can go to, you can create certain afterlives. You know what I mean? But what Groovy Guru said is heaven and hell. They're trapped dimensions. So you kind of go to the Republic side or you kind of go to the, the Democrat side. Point is the politics keep going. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it, it's crazy because like when we touch on Satan and on all that dark demonic shit, like it's also justifying and validating that there is another side. There is a good side. You know what I mean? But we're seeing now that even the good people have dirt on them. You know, nobody's perfect. People are just kind of trying. And I think the 
the premise of this episode is you just got to kind of try, you know what I mean? To, to keep up your illusion, keep up your dream, make your own egregore, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kind of create your own traditions and stuff. But I think all that starts in one place. All of that starts in one place. You guys know where that starts? The fucking cave, son. Well, I know your name, but it started. Hey, no, chef. You might. Uh, it, we're a comedy podcast, but that wasn't a joke. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because <laughs> we're we're cave came from Plato's cave, and you guys are familiar with Plato's cave, right? Yeah. Now I am. Plato, the the. The philosopher. Yeah, yeah. The philosopher. Yeah, the yeah. philosopher, yeah. <laughs> philosopher. Hey. <laughs> there's a, there's a philosopher. I read it in a book. <laughs> it must be real. I love dodgeball. Yeah, so we're making our own images. We're flashing our own shadows on the wall. And you can you're free free to leave, you know. But it's a dollar a month on our Patreon to come in now because <laughs> sheesh, that fucking Fortnite tournament was a mess. Yo, <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Fuck Fortnite. What in the world? Faking Fuck gay, bro. <laughs> hey, PUBG, dude. Listen, I know it's a little old. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. That shit's dope as well. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all did a y'all did a Fortnite tournament. The next tournament, y'all, you guys uh get going, dude. I might I might be in on that if I have we the actually, time to we started out with Fortnite tournaments because we yeah. we we um we found out that it was easier to build an online community through Fortnite groups, you know? It's just sense. we opened up to the public and th- there are people out there that like hunt and collect money from Fortnite tournaments and post their winnings, you know, weaponizing their intentions, dog, weaponizing and turning the good people against each other. I had to pull an uncle Phil, bro. (laughs) Uncle Phil and jazz, you know, (laughs) I think we have the war zone, um, the war zone craze. I feel like we could have hit war zone craze if we were starting. We still could. You know why? Like a proper craze. Pretty well. <laughs> the new Warzone, a lot of people have been liking it, and even Doctor Disrespect's playing it again. So I'm like, oh, he's playing it again. So, uh, the one that I'm going to watch is again if it, if Nick starts playing again because he's Nick Marks. Yeah, I'm familiar. Well, they only mm-hmm. banned him because, or I mean, he stopped playing because of what his yeah, comments about yeah. stop doing things like with kids that and. Was- they fucking pulled his shit off the like his skin off the the store, and they did that with Tim the Tatman too. Oh so yes, like, yes, yo, what? I remember that because they were stri- <laughs> they were just straight saying like, yo, stop fucking with the kids, leave the kids alone, and nothing wrong. Super with what simple, they were saying. save the children. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the Call of Duty, you know, Activision, Whack Division, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. stepped in and said, you know, that's not cool. You can't be saying that shit. And they're like, Whack so they said, well, we're done playing this shit. Yep. How dare you stand up for the children? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like in the future or something. All right. Perfect yeah, segue. Perfect segue to the deep dive of Santa, Satan, and Christmas. Where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> because, yo, because it is about the kids, right? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it was to keep kids behaving, you know? Santa knows if you're naughty or nice, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the original psyop. I feel like so it's like like I like I said the programming goes generations and generations so if you were the one to be like hey we're not doing Christmas anymore 
and your cousin or brother or sister hears from your kid, oh, we're not doing Christmas anymore. Because you know what I mean, Dad. Dad said it's satanic. There's that <laughs> family social pressure as well to you know kind of second guess your your thoughts and your beliefs, which is a psyop itself. But let's go back to th there's different variations of Santa Claus as well, right? There's Krampus uh, as well. So the oldest it, it's interesting because who is Santa Claus, right? Do you guys know who Santa Claus is? Saint Nick. Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of names to all. Oh, yeah, a lot. Chris, Chris Kringle, yeah. Kringle, Sinterklaas, Tim Allen. Tim <laughs> Allen is the best. Oh, oh, oh. Tim. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I looked into St. Nicholas, and I guess the more commercialized look of Santa Claus being the chubby guy in the red and white suit with the blushing cheeks was more commercialized because of Coca-Cola. Somehow Coca-Cola got into the game and Coca-Cola-fied Santa yep. Claus. <laughs> but before we dive into this, bros, the reindeers, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about the Templars. Templars and St. Nicholas are linked. I talked about demons and St. Nicholas being an exorcist, low-key. And we were talking about Baphomet, right? Uh -huh. Horns, and we can get into Krampus later. Baphomet was an androgynous god. You know, he was like the it almost looked like Moloch. I'll throw a picture up on here. As far as androgynous gods go and androgynous horned beings, let's talk about reindeers. Did you guys know that reindeer, male reindeers, they shed their horns and their antlers uh -huh. in the fall? Uh -huh. So mm, the reindeers. The reindeers we see, they're not male reindeers unless they were neutered. They're female reindeers. So I don't know. The, the names kind of seem masculine to me, so I always assume that Rudolph was a fucking man, you know? <laughs> so Christmas might be fake and gay is where I'm starting with. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ears, Emery. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's crazy to me, but is is the reindeer almost a archetype being of Baphomet because Santa Claus uses the reindeers to do what he does, you know? And think about Santa Claus. He comes down a chimney. That's like right. Satan going down to hell, right? Like, like, if you have magical powers and everyone's waiting for you, why wouldn't you just... I don't know. I just feel like the chimney thing is kind of sus. And ho, 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 that's actually funny, but it's actually, it might have some ties to St. Nicholas. One of the things that he did, one of the things that he's known for is he rescued three girls from prostitution by paying their dowry so that they could get married. Because huh. what would happen is, you know, people would, would come and collect and if they don't have money, they would take their kids and. So I'm under prostitution. So what yeah. Santa Claus or what St. Nicholas would do and what he did, I mean, is he, he saved the house. house. Yeah, he did. He, he, he <laughs> threw, I think, uh, two bags through the window. And in the third bag, he went up to the chimney and dropped it into the shoe of the third one. That's where the stockings comes from, dropping uh -huh. stuff in the stockings, you know. So the next morning, they were saved from prostitution. Three of them. Ho, ho, ho. 
Pretty interesting, right? Don't say Saint Nicholas. Mind blowing. I'm just saying because Saint Nicholas is Santa Claus, right? And then there's different. The Grinch want to ruin this song. The the porn version is Saint Dick. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! You see that softcore porn movie? Never, never watched porn twice. Twice. I didn't look too much into. That's crazy. What do you guys? What do you guys know about Krampus? I just know from the movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. It's like a it's like a dark comedy. Um, but he's a German demon. Um, I'm pretty sure sent from or it's one of Satan's demons that comes to counteract Christmas. But he's supposed to take the bad kids. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like reverse Santa Claus. Yeah. So all I got was he was the evil version of Santa Claus and. Yeah. Yeah, like like Zach said, he would take the bad kids instead of giving them a lump of coal. He would take those kids, and from what I mm-hmm. remember, he would eat the kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I remember from. And he was like a Memphis. he was like disfigured. He was like half animal, just like Moloch or something. Like like, a uh, like, like the dude from uh, Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> like Tom. Yeah, like the dude from Hercules. Philoctetes. So bros, bros. <laughs> nah, like not said, to beat on the Like I said. <laughs> St. Nicholas was an exorcist, right? They would call him to exorcise trees, and that's why they burn the Christmas trees. There's a theory that says that Krampus was a demon that St. Nicholas was able to summon and control in order to kind of, yeah, to push, you know, be good kind of thing. And how St. Nicholas got tied in to Jesus and why Santa and Christmas is kind of tied in with Jesus is St. Nicholas actually did some time. He did some time for Christianity, right? Uh, at the time Christianity was being persecuted, Christians were being persecuted. So he was hardcore Christian. So he went to jail. He got out just in time to attend the temple or the uh, council of Nicaea. I think that's what it was called. Do you guys know what the council of Nicaea is? no, Bro, this is crazy because I just looked this up today. The Council of Nicaea was a meeting to talk about Arianism. Arianism kind of sounds like, you know, Hitler, Nazi stuff. But I looked up Arianism. Arianism was the belief or the the debate whether or not Jesus was of a divine Christ or he was a human created experiment. Oh. So when I said Jesus was a homunculus, like this, this that wasn't my original idea. You know what I mean? That was an actual debate that like these leaders wanted to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. And around that time, you know, there, there are different pagan beliefs. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people should be free to believe what they want to believe. You know, if you want to believe in Tinkerbell, go fucking believe in Tinkerbell. No one should monopolize like mental space or spiritual space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damn it, Disney. Obviously, like the Roman <laughs> Empire and Catholicism, they wanted to demonize all the other religions, you know? And the Templars, the Holy War, they kind of took over as far as Catholic Catholicism being the main religion and the main narrative of spirituality kind of, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So when St. Nicholas died, 
his body was transferred to Italy and the people that were there to witness the burial, they were like top popes that have lineages back to like the Templars. So this is the crazy thing that ties it all in. Like I said, Santa, Satan. There's a theory that St. Nicholas wasn't just an exorcist that knew how to manipulate demons. There's a theory that he's actually Satan and he could conjure up demons and stuff. And he's trying to take the attention away from Jesus by making Christmas, you know, hijacking the birth of Jesus and have you realize or have you project and think about the Santa Claus archetype other than the, uh, the nativity scene, all that stuff. And think about this, bro. Where is it? Let me look it up. Are you guys not mind blown? This is real shit. I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop, dog. <laughs> I'm buying some time. I'm buying some time. It's, it's like you're to I dropped the beat and all of a sudden you lost the file. I dragged the wrong thing. Fuck. You're gonna hype us up like that? But wait, hold on. <laughs> it's like, all right, Where is bro. It? I, Here we go. I was like a, I was like a, a little boy. You'd sit in class, like listening to like a great fucking story, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's the like, teacher just rips ass. You're like, it's oh. like, <laughs> it's like Chef was listening to Lorax again for the first time. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. But I, I think it's interesting too regarding that because I think that like when it when we come to like when we talk about the Antichrist, right? The Antichrist, whatever. I'm not super well versed in the Bible, but I something in my brain is telling me there's not one Antichrist. And I know that goes against the entire Bible. I understand that. And maybe I'm getting those feelings mixed up with like demons, but like I would not doubt it if Saint Nick was a form of the devil devil that then summoned a demon but i don't think that's the only evil entity ever like if that was true and that was satan who did um you know conjure up this this uh this demon to help them out like i think they're everywhere i think they're everywhere and i don't think that there's just one and only one I think it. I don't know. I think it's a lifestyle. I think. I think if 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 you're demonic, uh, you're satanic. I think it's a lifestyle. I don't think it's. It boils down to one entity or one person. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm about to drive it home, y'all. Sorry for the sorry for the pause, but I gotta land the plane, dog. I gotta breathe. I gotta breathe. So let me read this. This is typical of Satan. He hides behind things that appear good on the outside, but are secretly empty on the inside. Satan is known for being the deceiver and is famous for being wily. This is his style. Satan is hidden in Santa because he was meant to be. He is telling you right in the open, just hidden. And he does this with so many things. You see them all the time. You just don't recognize them or understand them. Santa hiding in Satan is symbolic. He took the good concept and make it work for his own. Why did we shorten St. Nicholas to a good figure, Santa Claus? And finally, just Santa, right? Words or spells. Satan is really adept at taking God's word and his works, then corrupting them until people misinterpret them and apply them in ways they were never intended. 
Mm. So that was a thought. Now, where is Santa Claus coming from, y'all? North Pole. North Pole. Like I said before, and I'll put I'll put this up. Uh, North Pole is called Black Rock. Rupes <laughs> Nigra, theorized Black Rock, located at Magnetic North Pole, 33 miles in size. Why is that important? The Templars apparently graduated and became the Freemasons, and Freemasons are really deep into 33, right? Love 33. And Black Rock is very... They own everything. And we can say in the surface level and bring this back down to earth, Christmas is very capital. It's, it's capitalism, right? We spend money. So layers and layers, we spend money to BlackRock. BlackRock linked with Santa Claus and North Pole. This is all satanic, bro. And we still do it. I didn't want to ruin Christmas and all, but like we were saying, like if you knew this was what it was, would we still be practicing that? We're they giving energy right to now. The, we're they giving energy right now to the <laughs> egregores, yo. And I'm just trying to trying to save my brothers in the cave. You know what I'm you saying? You ruined dude. <laughs> I hate Christmas now. You ruined it. <laughs> I think I still got return policy on the gifts, dog. <laughs> Holy shit, right? Holy oh. fucking shit. It sounds trippy, like lizard people and all, but it went back into Black Rock, which is a real thing. There's like news clippings and reports on Black Rock mm -hmm. taking over the world, right? Santa Claus, Satan is linked to that. Like, what the fuck, bro? Goes back to Freemasons and fucking Templars. And I mean, I play Assassin's Creed. I don't know if you guys play Assassin's Creed, but fucking the Templars are running this shit, bro. As Freemasons in Black Rock. Another odd thing I just looked up. So if you look up Satan in a Gematria calculator and you look up uh, Santa. They are both in English Gematria. They are both three three zero. Wow, mm. that's crazy. Fucking Scotty Pippen. I ain't buying shit this this weekend then. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just to bring a positive note to this, because if there is Satan, there is a good side. But like I said, we're just kind of contributing into the play if we do give it to the good side. So kind of make your own yeah. way. Just like Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? You shouldn't just be appreciative on Thanksgiving. Like, it should be cool to just give people gifts on fucking in February or like August. You know, hey, I saw on this. It, remind, it reminded me of you, you know? Mm -hmm. Here you go. And they'd be like, hey, why don't you do this for Christmas? That's when you tell them Christmas. Psh, check out Cape Podcast episode number 70, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh so if, cow, bro. If, if, if Satanism is just like a play to like keep us, then like, why give a fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because then if we care about, oh shit, it's satanic. But if we like, actually care then we're playing into it but if we just don't pay attention to it then then we're okay is that what we're trying to be or i'm not i'm just trying to get the message here okay so i guess the message is when you die and i spoke about this with with uh with zach right i feel like the belief systems is important mm. and wherever you go you go if you're subscribed to a certain belief system that's fake like Chris, Chris, Christmas, or some certain religion, mm. when you die, it's not your belief where you go because you subscribe to that religion. I now see. your mind is going to think that. So when you die, you're either going to go to heaven or hell. 
if that's all kind of created and it's you know it's based on something satanic then instead of being the captain of your own ship you're in their boat you know mm-hmm. so whatever you believe because they believe in satanism so they believe in souls it doesn't matter what you believe if a matter of fact i hope you don't matter if it believes you know yeah. that way i don't have to worry about that shit i got you you know what i mean yeah. so that's yeah, why i think it matters i mean i got my my mom went to italy a couple years ago and she she had a my mom is catholic and very practicing catholic but then she got a like reality check when she visited the vatican and she's like why the fuck is the Vatican so fucking grand and luxurious and there's boss music? Oh. Yeah. yeah, and it's like there's people in the world suffering when pretty much the gold you're stepping on can pay for like a water well in Africa or in fucking Cambodia <laughs> or some shit. So, you know, but going back to like, that's what I also appreciate about my parents when they taught me their religion of Catholicism is like, you don't really pay attention to like the glitz and glamour of it but just pay attention to the teachings and the main thing i i got from it is treat other people with the same way you want to be treated and the greatest gift that god gave us is uh is our free will Mm -hmm. so as long as you as long as you treat people well i don't give a fuck what happens to me but after Mm -hmm. after life i just know if i treat people well something decent is going to come out i'm not the Mm -hmm. most perfect person but as long as i do what I'm doing and I treat people with respect, then nothing bad is going to happen to me. I just don't know what the fuck's going to happen to me. <laughs> Peace yeah. be with you. And also, yeah, and also, with, you. And also with you. <laughs> let, me, let me, let me wrap this up as a last Christmas present to the listeners yeah. and to everybody. Man. I heard He's taking down off his mask. Y'all. Hey, I might do a Jerezy mask for the Patreon. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, Jerezy on Oh, Damn, but, your face not that pretty, dog. Shit. <laughs> hey, I'll I'm sign up. Show us your face. We want to see your face. I see some ugly. I see it's some the mark of the beast. I see some ugly OF chick, so I'm I'm gonna take a shot. Steph Curry. Because is a homunculus. He's taking off everything. Oh man, but my I heard diving down these deep rabbit holes of spirituality that if you talk about you know, like I said, heaven and hell being red or blue. And you talk about the matrix, right? We're all programmed, simulation theory. Mm-hmm. The gods, the angels, the demons, all the spiritual beings, they're jealous of humans. That's why they always try to fuck, you know, humans and try to, you know what I mean, materialize in our world. They're jealous of us because we have free will. Mm-hmm. We can think stuff and we can kind of create where we're going to go spiritually. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is you guys are powerful. Powerful. Don't subscribe to these psyops. Make your own psyops. If you want to take the Christmas giving ritual and put that in April or March, go ahead, you know, and make that your testimony of being like, yeah, I find out about Christianity and or, or, or Christmas and it's pretty deep, you know, it's satanic. <laughs> Summer Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Christmas in July. <laughs> I guess that's me. Uh, that's Santa and swim trunks. <laughs> Tying up. Tying up Get that tax money strap to celebrate Christmas, dog. Hold on. That's to you guys. But hey, Jermaine, what's the uh, mushroom link? Do you know? There is a mushroom so, link to Christmas too, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, in short, pretty much the the, the mushrooms, uh, psychedelic mushrooms, have like a relation to Christmas. There's a theory stating that because under like pine trees, 
there'd be red mushrooms like all in in like the winter time and those red mushrooms when you look at it who does it resemble santa claus and toad and shamans or shamans you know they they were the ones who pretty much uh they, as they say, they created this idea of Santa Claus, or by just giving, like mushrooms were a gift. Um, and reindeers, I forgot. Maybe Jarrell could correct me on it, but reindeers also played a factor in it through the shop, like it was a shaman, something like that. Um, from you what know I, what? That's actually a deep rabbit hole because I heard Christmas extends all the way to January six, and there is yeah. some kind of archetype of some kind of goat reindeer and if you mm-hmm. think about the viking he was the main symbol on january 6th there are connections it's gonna be for our patreon so make sure you guys uh, <laughs> link is on our website that man was gone <laughs> well yeah and then i think the shamans would wear like red suits right they'd be wearing red suits so that's just more of the psychedelic end of mushrooms and christmas but mm-hmm. that's a that's a different rabbit hole to go under but yeah i mean we're at that two hour mark so i wanted to kind of end this yeah. on a lighter note so i just wanted to ask you guys <laughs> your favorite christmas movies <laughs> elf all the grinches and elf well, i'm a grinch now adam? bro i'm a grinch what's now the, <laughs> what's the one with adam silver i mean a crazy night that's yeah, hanukkah he's movie dog it's Hanukkah, but yeah, it works. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's called like this Twelve Days reality. of Christmas or Eight Crazy Nights. Eight hey, Crazy Nights. Here we go. So Eight I Christmas. did watch this Christmas movie recently. I think it's on Netflix. I think it's called I Still Believe. It's about this dude. It's like super cheesy, but it's about this guy who's who honestly like and like seriously believes in Santa Claus. And it's like a it's it's a romantic comedy it's all with my wife oh, but that shit was funny because like when they were talking about santa and stuff like of of like how they're like wait so you actually believe that he does this 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 and he's like absolutely like you don't uh, like you're weird right and so, you know, just, and so like these conversations kind of reminded me of like did, but that movie it makes that movie funny to me yeah you know disney plus has that uh christmas movie ludicrous and i was like ludicrousness <laughs> it's oh a it's so random i was like this guy making a christmas movie i'm gonna watch that tonight ludicrous i might i might <laughs> i might sit on that uh, i might sit on that domain hey die hard is not a christmas movie by the way yes it is no catch <laughs> me catch me if you can's mine is that a christmas movie yeah nah batman returns it's a sad christmas movie because he goes nah, Batman returns nah Night Before Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Or Halloween movie. Eh, more Christmas though. Batman Forever. (laughs) (laughs) I do do low-key, like, no bullshit, because it's a a once-a-year thing. Like, I don't mind Elf. I really honestly don't. Yeah, Elf is Elf slaps, dude. (laughs) Like, I I do like the movie. Um... I, te- I the last couple of years I've been a fucking Grinch man. Um, oh. This year I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a change. I'm gonna put some positivity, some positive vibes into Christmas, uh-huh. and I'm gonna have a beautiful Christmas. You should. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I know I, it's something I need to fucking work on. But I'm I'm not working on it no more because it's gonna change this year. I'm gonna <laughs> there you go. Some, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the way we eat. Just because we learned how dark this shit is doesn't mean we have to like. We can make it our own. You know, like you know what. Let's rebrand Christmas under our house. <laughs> Yo, they Christmas did it before. Taking it back. 
K R one S T M four five. My favorite is Jingle All the Way. Oh, Turbo Man. Man. I mean, that's, oh, that's that's Turbo Man. I'm not a pervert. I just want the Turbo Man doll. <laughs> 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 Shit gets me every time. Funny fucking movie. Uh, go hey, b- yeah. before this wraps up, I want to say thank you guys. Thank you for uh, having me be a part of the team. I have to say this, dude. I'm super grateful. Mm-hmm. You guys are fucking yeah. awesome, dude. Thanks. Um, Giving thanks. I know we're a couple. Uh, we're we're two months out. What is it? Two, November? No, we're one month out from Thanksgiving. But I'm super thankful for all you guys, man. And I'm super thankful. Uh, to be a part of this and this is my first caveman show and it was a fucking banger and i appreciate it welcome to the k we so, cooking baby we chef cooking, cooking now. up that mre cooking with the chef, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him with that buffalo chicken dog <laughs> with the hey MRE. look out look out for crave hey jermaine tell him about crave Crave is going to be our food channel where we're going to be doing a bunch of different shit. I will be doing cheat day stuff since I'm on a carnivore diet, but fuck it. I have earned some cheat days now. Um, We also have our in-house chef, Kyle, over here. We're going to be doing stuff with him. He's going to be cooking some stuff up. And then Francis, I hope to get involved where we can do some food truck shit together and just try out different shit with Andrew and then Jerezy. Everyone's going to jump in. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great time. And um, I'm actually serious. Let's do an episode where we're just trying out a bunch of different MREs and rating them. (laughs) I'm very. That'll be our first thing. We kick that off. Hey, Jermaine, how do you spell that? How do you spell that? KR four V KR four V three crazy. Hey baby, crazy. <laughs> yeah, baby. So all that stuff probably be on Patreon first. Make sure you sign up on our website. Patreon gets it first. Um, check out our sponsors at safelightcandle.com. Guys, anything to plug? Yeah, you guys got to check out Jerezy and ASM's new song that they just dropped on um our it's on twitter i know the link is on there you guys on youtube yeah and on youtube so check that out um yeah what's it called freak when see because once you start seeing these goats ghosts in different frequencies it gets scary you know what i mean Freak. All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Hey, uh, frequency. I like. I don't know if you guys have seen um, what's called Wreck It Ralph. I'm the glitch, baby. Oh yeah, you know? I uh, glitch oh. in and out. So, mm-hmm. oh, Vanellope von Schweetz, that a boy. Vanellope. All right, guys. Anything to plug? Wrapping it up. <clears throat> Sports. Every week we're getting into the heat of uh, of NFL playoffs right around, around the corner, Super Bowl next, and then we got uh, I know Francis chopping at the bit to get into basketball. So, oh man, I That's can't wait. But we'll, we'll let football finish first, and I know we'll football. Uh, football's got first, football's got next. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, baseball dog. Baseball yeah. with Zach and <laughs> Chef. Let's and we go. Go, we're going to do MMA too. Yeah. <laughs> MMA well, I mean, with uh, hey, these two. Fucking uh, UFC 298 at uh, uh, Honda Center. Oh, shit. Yeah. Might have to go. And stand up skits by Andrew Santa Maria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. Hey, as soon as I get more free time, is Aaron going to win the championship or what? 
Who? Otani will. Zaddy? Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I hope no. 